Podcast, man. It's your boy Maine, of course. Um, this week, I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do another Wonder Years, man. Wonder Years Part Two, um, another story. That's why I played that slick Rick. You know, they say he the best storyteller in rap. Um, well, <laughs> at least one of the pioneers. Maybe not the best, but one of the pioneers. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do the story. Depending on how, how far I go, how detailed I go into the story, and and guess whatever other topics come about it, um, I'll talk about other things afterwards. But Probably not. I don't know if I can detail it. So how I want to detail it, then you know, um, th- then then I won't talk about other things so much. But hold on. I remember that part. I, I, I watched the movie with somebody, and that part came up, and they knew that part. That was dope. That was a good night too. But uh, let's get into it. Then he dipped into a car, a stolen over, raced up the block doing 83, crashed into a tree near university, escaped alive though the car was battered, ratted tat tatted and all the cops scattered, ran out. All right, so um, let me just take you back. Okay, so the year is, oh, I don't know the year, I'm 11 years old, so I guess 2001, that makes sense, right? Um. No, no, I'm going to seventh grade. So I'm about to be 12. So I am 11, though. So yeah, it's 2002, actually. 2002 is a good year musically. Yeah. But yeah, 2002. And um, so, you know, at this time, my my brother and sister, they're in, they in Augusta. Um, we used to spend summers down here. This summer, actually, that was, that's why I said sixth grade was such a crazy year, which is, if you remember the last one of the years, that was a sixth grade story. This is the summer of sixth grade going into seventh grade. So, um... To um, paint a picture or give a a, a a good description real quick. Let me get this Pepsi. Mm. <sighs> to paint a picture or to give a... Oh, <clears throat> that was kind of strong. A good description of what I, um, I want to discuss is... Okay, so I guess first you got to know the backstory of, um, you know, me and the situation. So this story is pretty much of me and my bike, like my bike got taken, right? And I'm only saying that that way. So this way, when I get to that part of the story, you can make your own adjustment of it, your own assessment of it. So I had this bike for a good minute. Um, and like I said, you know, we walk and we ride bikes. Like I'm not, I wasn't no BMX type dude. Like I didn't know tricks and all like that. I can, I can barely willy. Um, with my bike, at least, um, my bike was like another, it wasn't a, it was a freestyle bike. It was just something you just ride back and forth. It wasn't like a, a mountain bike or, uh, one of them professional bikers bike that you see, uh, Lance Armstrong or one of them dudes on. Um, so yeah, I had that bike for a minute. It was a Rhino. Um, uh, I was going to put that as the picture, as the artwork, but I, I don't think so. I think I'm going to go with, depends on how I tell a story, I'm going to go with another picture because last picture was me and my mom. So I feel like if I, if I spend a chunk of the story on, me and another person that I want to, I want that picture to be in it. So, yeah, um, like I said, me and this bike was inseparable, man. Up until I guess up until that day, right? <laughs> up until that day, and um, I, that summer I actually had it, I, it had been attempts to take my bike a few times. Um, I got out of them out of them times. Um, with the bike though, 
this one particular day, it just it wasn't. And this day to me, like I said, I think in my opinion, it uh it kind of changed changed my life a little bit because up until this day, I, I I to me in my opinion, I was innocent. Even with the story I told y'all with the um the last one of the years, I feel like I was still innocent in that in that particular situation. I hadn't done anything that they were doing yet at the time. I hadn't robbed anybody yet in my life. Um, I hadn't just beat anybody up for no reason. I had, I've caused, I had caused a fight, but it wasn't like nothing major. It was like just regular childish fight stuff. So up until that day, I, um, I, up until that event, at least, I never had any thoughts of doing it. I never wanted to do that. It's just like that day kind of just changed your life. It's almost like, um, you know, somebody go to, now I want to make this synonymous with that, but you go, somebody go to jail and you know, it's an event that happened in jail. I'm not saying they got raped, but you know, that could happen or, they could have got stabbed or they could have stabbed somebody. Like, it's something that happens that just makes, it just changes you. One of my favorite movies, um, it's, a, it's something that happens where, like, they see three kids playing. And uh, one of the kids, they, they get taken in the back of a car. Whatever happens to him happens. And, like, that kid's life has changed the rest of his life. He comes out alive, comes back home and everything. It's a good movie, too. It's Sean Penn. Uh, it's, it's a good movie. Um, Kevin Bacon is in it as well. But anyway, so... Yeah, they uh, you know, his life was just changed. Like, I don't, the three friends was like they were regular three friends. It seemed like, and that event that day changed all their lives because two of them got to grow up normal. One of them didn't, but they always figure like, damn, that day could change anybody's life because had it happened to me, I'd be different. Had it happened to you, you'd be different. But it happened to him. Anyway, I ain't, I'm gonna go that, that deep into it before I start telling it. But yeah, so this is one of them things I feel like in my life. Um, was one of the turning points. Like it changed a lot. Like my perspective on people, um, me picking friends, me picking who I hang around, um, me picking who 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 I believe, who I don't believe. And that's why now when people talk all that fly stuff and that gangster stuff and all that tough stuff on the internet, um, and I'm like had that same energy. Is this is the re- this is the first ever probably had that same energy moment I ever had in my life. Besides, was maybe the first one is years too because they were crying. But this is the first one because this is somebody I was around. I, I felt like was acting like they was thorough, like they was about that life. And when it came time to show up, you know, uh, they, left, they left smoke behind them, you know what I'm saying? That's how fast they ran. So, yeah, let's get into it, right? Okay, so me and my cousin, at the time, like I said, I'm 11 going on 12. This is by July, maybe, August. It was very end of the summer. School about to start soon, so it had to be August. I'm going to say August. So we're going to say August. We're running with August. It was August. You know, school starts in September in New York. So, um... You know, I'm riding my bike. At the time, my bike was fine. You know, my sister's bike was messed up, and I had my little cousin with me. He's my sister's age, um, so he's a few years younger than me. So he's about nine nine, nine years old. And uh, we be riding the bike. We, we, we ride a bike all summer because, like I said, my sister, my sister was gone. All, my sister and brother was gone all summer. So I was in summer school, so I couldn't. Um, it's another. I know it sounds like I'm bad right now. I was in summer school because I, cause I, when I took tests back then, I would never, I would never do the whole test. And I was telling my friend the other day because her daughter actually, um, you know, had to go to summer school for some, the same thing. I was telling her, like, yo, I've always been smart. I just had to go because when I came to testing, like, I, I would read them books. I promise you, I would read two stories and I would get bored. So the first two stories, I probably got all the answers right. The first eight questions, mind you, like 50 questions on the test. And I started bubbling anything. Like, I just got that bored. I could not just read and, and, and then test, read and test, read and test. And I guess it caught up with me. You know what I'm saying? It caught up with me. I had to go to summer school that summer. And like I said, I passed with flying colors. Um, and ever since then, I, I never, I took every test serious. Like, I never wanted to go to summer school again because I felt like I, I was in school with people that, 
I was way smarter than, and I felt like they thought we were on the same level of dumbness, or just not even dumb, not because it's dumb, but just the same level of education wise. And I'm like, no, we're not the same level, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they trying to talk to me, they trying to be cool with me, hang out. I'm like, look, man, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you here because you, you know you're supposed to be here, man. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be in summer school. So, um, and it was embarrassing to say the least. It was very embarrassing to say the least because because of the fact mainly it's just that uh. I felt like, you know, my, my sister was in summer school, my brother was in summer school. We always pride ourselves on being smart. And, like, Jermaine, you're like, why are you in summer school? Like, you get all these awards, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, at the time, I'm the, well, I've always been a good kid, but I'm the good kid. It's like, why are you in summer school? So, yeah, um, I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot of side story when I'm telling the story because I got to give you details. And I got to get these jokes off. And this about Cherry. Okay, um, so, yeah. So I'm in summer school, whatever, and, you know, so when I get out of school, pretty much, I'm going home, um, waiting to hit my mom's, I go clean the house, and I'm out, like, I'm always out, mind you, I'm 11 years old, I'm, I'm running, running, running through Bushwick, I'm out, even though I'm in a spot where I'm comfortable at, I'm out all summer, like, I stayed out in front of the yard, I mean, I had some Puerto Rican friends in my, <laughs> Puerto Rican friends in my, uh, on my street, and, um, we always hung out and stuff like that, so I was hanging out with them, pretty much, you know, we fucking cha-cha-cha and salsa at nighttime, and, just being mad ghetto. Um, think of Crooklyn. That's how my, that's how my block was. Like you think of Crooklyn having fun. Any, any any fun moments they had in Crooklyn, that was me and my block. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So this this just the summer was okay. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I did have some attempts where, you know, uh, I, I felt as though people were trying to take my bike. Like I said, you know, I'm not gonna talk about those because my bike didn't get taken, so they didn't bother me. Man, it's much I take my bike on my own block. You know what I'm saying? That's really suicide where I'm from, but. At the time, it just it just seemed mad weird, like, oh, shit is getting real. So, yeah, you know, so, and even then, I, I didn't think to start moving carefully, mind you, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm young, I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm thinking I can't get touched, you know what I'm saying, like, because I seen stuff happen, but it was happening to me, and I was around people that it wasn't happening to, they was doing the touching, so it was like, and that sounds kind of weird, too, they was doing the, uh, the, the violent touching, I guess, ah, either way, it sounds kind of weird, it sounds like sexual assault, um, but yeah, nothing like that. It just it was they was doing the punishing of, you know, whatever whatever whether it's punks or you know just suckers or whatever you want to call them. Um, so yeah, at the time, you know, I'm not thinking nothing major. So um, fast forward, my sister bike was messed up. This is this is the, this is the real story now. Okay, my sister bike was messed up, right? And we finally, me and my cousin finally was able to get um, enough money up the week before. And I'm not and I say get money. I'm talking about just. Asking my mom for money, y'all. Like I said, at the time, I was innocent. I wasn't doing nothing crazy. I never touched any drugs or I never touched anybody that, you know, none of that stuff. Like, it just, it was just, I was a, I was a kid. I was a regular kid. Um, So, you know, we get the money. Um, So it, was, it had been a Monday. Oh, God, it had been a I don't know, Monday or Friday. One of them days. It was one of them. It was Monday or Friday. I don't know. But, um, so it had been a Friday. It was a Friday. So, um. You know, we we go to the bike shop, and then the bike shop is on Broadway. Now, if you're from New York, you know what I'm talking about, but if you're not from New York, uh, I lived in Bushwick. Bushwick is right next to Broadway. It's pretty much one block up, and Broadway, you probably heard Broadway plays. I'm talking about the real Broadway in Brooklyn. Like, there's not no plays don't happen over there. So, um, a lot of, you know, sneaker stores and fish markets and, and grocery stores, like a little strip. And uh, there's a bike shop over there. So, I went to the bike shop. We paid the money. I'm so pissed off. I think I'm that because that, like, that was the money we could have bought for Chinese food. Paid the money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um paid the money we uh we started riding a bike straight from broad straight from um broadway on the way back i meet this dude named hurley and i have to give you a background on hurley as to why i feel the way i feel about the story when it comes to him pertains to him 
And um, so I'm give you a background. I went to elementary school with Hurley, and we went to the same middle school too at the time. But I went to elementary school with Hurley. He was a year older than me. I had seen him fight maybe like four or five times. He he seen he won all of them to me. He always talked tough. Um, even in, in elementary school days, so I always looked up to him as like a guy that just like don't mess with him. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't mess with him. Like leave him alone. And um, he just seemed like the type of nigga that, to me, like how he talked. And like I said, I played basketball. And I, I was on a block with him a lot of times. So, and when you're on your block, you're comfortable. Now I'm thinking about it. So you can be you can be one way on a block and not be that way in real life because everybody on a block is for you. You know what I'm saying? So you could talk that tough stuff on a block or whatever. And he always talked tough, and you know, like I said he always was ready to fight. Um, it looked like people that was around him, but now I think about it now is those are people he knew. So it's it's okay to want to fight your cousin when you go outside and. Uh, John Doe want to fight you? Are you going to stick with the John Doe? And I never seen that, so I was, I was basing my my um, assessment of him was different because I'm basing it off what I seen. And plus, he's older than me, so I'm, when people older than you, automatically assume that you need to look up to them or it's some kind of um, looking up, or I guess you could say uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. You just, I would just say looking up. I don't know the word. I don't. I don't want to get too confused or caught up in that. But yeah, so. Pretty much, I'm like, All right, cool. So he brought me riding the bike, whatever. And um, I was going to check my man, um, my man Roy, my friend. And I'm going to his block. And he lived in Bushwick as well, but he didn't live on Bushwick. I live actually on Bushwick Avenue. So a lot of them live inside of Bushwick, but I actually live on the front, on the forefront of Bushwick. So I went to his house, and this, his house, mind you, we went to elementary school. The dude lived right across the street from our elementary school we went to. So and it's early in the morning too, about like maybe 11, 10, 11 o'clock. You know who knows. And, um, yeah, so I go to Roy's house, ring the bell and shit, ring the bell, he ain't answering the door. So we just, you know, about maybe two minutes passed, you know what I'm saying? I should have took the sign in and left. I probably have my bike to this day, who knows? But, um, yeah, so some dudes come around and surround us. Um, they not, I never seen them before in my life, so I knew they're not from Bushwick, but one of them know my little cousin. And my cousin lived in a project, so he's from Tomkins Project, which is right across the street from Marcy, which is where Jay-Z's from. And, um, that's, that's best style, pretty much. And um, so yeah, um, uh, they, they it's, and they older too. They not one of them knew me that was his age. One of them was his age. I'm not gonna lie. One of them was his age, and I guess that was his older brothers, older cousins. I'm not sure what they were doing in Bushwick, why they was there or whatever. But I know this for the fact. But the moment they came over there, I knew shit was going bad because it was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It was like eight of them. It was only three bikes. That ain't gonna work. I knew something was up there. Like eight people, three bikes, it ain't gonna work. And one of them was a kid. So mind you, the rest of them are like sixteen up. I'm eleven at the time. The rest of them are sixteen up. Some of them are a little older than that. Some of them are like they out of high school. But we ain't gonna speak too much on that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm not gonna just say they they all grown, but they all older than me. I know that. None of them was in high school. I know that. And I was going to seventh grade. So fresh out of sixth grade. So um Hurley, like I said, me and my cousin, we be at the gate because I, I, I ring his bell and then I leave out the gate and I always go sit on my bike, which is good because if not, they probably just ran off and took with it. So um, they, they, they're around us, you know, they're talking, whatever the can be. N- nothing major, you know what I'm saying? Then they're using the little cousin that knows my cousin to kind of talk to him and ask him, you know, pretty much like, yo, where you, where you, where you, where about? So like, how y'all know each other? Because just in case, I feel like they knew they going to rob us. So just in case, they won't get back on them or they ain't robbing somebody that, that they fear, I guess. And, um, I can you can sense it. And mind you, at this time, Hurley for some reason is fucking doing willies across the street. Like he's across the street, and he not, he's not coming to where I'm at, where they're surrounding me at. He's across the street doing fucking willies on his bike. That now think about it, that pissed me off too. But I never thought about it till today that how much that would have pissed me off. Mind you, he's not he's not directly across the street, but he is in the middle of the street where we're on a sidewalk. 
but he's in the middle of the street doing willies, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and not not back and forth like, hey, let me go get somebody or let me get a, you know somebody, you know, no, just back. So I'm thinking like, oh, anything happened? He he back and forth. To me, he's pacing at the time. <laughs> I'm thinking he's pacing like just in case some shit pop off. You know what I'm saying? Cool. I figured he was doing willies to get his mind right. You know what I'm saying? But I guess he was just was checking on his speed so he could run. So um, uh, yeah. So I'm, at this point, I realized Roy not there. So it's adding another five minutes because, like I said, they have us surrounded. I don't want to just walk past somebody and get hit because they look older than me. And they look like they with the shits beyond. They look like they, they, they came to just, it's like, you're going to get off or we're going we're gonna to get take you off until you just bleed it or whatever. I don't know. That's what they had in their face. But me, being, I mean, me knowing where I was from and, and, and knowing, and at least being, and just being introduced to that lifestyle within, a, within maybe the first six months or so, like I said, that year just changed everything for me. But, um, I'm looking at it like, all right, well, I can't show them that I, I fear them. So I'm just chilling with, I'm just, I'm just chilling in the circle. Like, fuck it. We just going to take, we going to stay until y'all fucking, um, open this circle up. You know what I'm saying? And, um, Hurley, he came twice. He said, Hey, y'all, we need, we need to dip. Da, 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 da. He said, I'm kind of lie. Like somebody waiting for us, whatever. I'm like, all right. So I'm trying to, you know, move a little bit. <laughs> the circle don't open. So I just, I just stop. Like the circle don't open. So I just stop. Like, okay, well, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and mind you, uh, I really love this bike, man. <laughs> Let me get some soda. I really love this bike, man. And um, and uh, so you know, the next time Hurley's like, "Hey y'all, come on, I'm about to go. I'm about to go." They, they um, you know, whatever. He's saying he just is trying to say stuff to like, "We need to go." And I should have noticed then that he was scared, but I didn't. Because, like I said, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. Just that I knew nothing good was coming out of the situation. But I wasn't scared. Like I didn't, My heart wasn't beating fast. Mind you, okay. Just to fast forward that. So, he said we needed to go. So, I said, all right, bet. Now, I hear one of the niggas say this. And this would threw me all the way off. I knew shit was going bad from here. We in the circle. And one of the niggas, he kind of just... It's, this, is, this is how the circle opened up. Because, you know, a bunch of them, they just carrying around, whatever. And it's not, I don't want y'all to think it's a real circle with like 20 of them, just, it's no, it's no space. It's space, it's just not enough space for me to get through, you know what I'm saying? It's not space, it's space for me to get through if I move my body sideways, but not me and my bike. No, it's not space for that. So once he moves, it creates a gap so I can say, okay, look, y'all, I'm about to go. I will see y'all when I see y'all, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, uh, my cousin, I said, all right, let's go inside. So I let him go first because if anything will happen, I'd rather, you know, you know, he he get to, he get to go out and, and they had to do it to me. That's my that's my young cousin. I don't want nothing to happen to him. Even though he's from the project, he's probably gonna see these dudes. He probably done seen these dudes plenty of time. Which we'll get into that at the end of the story. Cause I, I did, you know, we'll get into the end of the story. So, um, I, I I'm just I'm trying to get out of there. So he, he the guy one of the older the oldest looking guy, matter of fact of all, pretty much like about to leave. He like, look, man, I know I know one thing. Ain't none, of, ain't none of y'all niggas riding on my bike. When he said that, I said, fuck, why did you say that? Because I already knew at that point, they knew it was like him saying, listen, man, y'all robbed this nigga or y'all walking home. Another backstory. Tompkins is not far from where I live or Marcy or, or, or the project is not far from where I live, but it's not close. It's three train stops, if I'm not mistaken. I'm at my Mazda's Halls that you got Gates, Kosciuszko, and then I think it was Flushing. So they they live flushing half, yeah. So yeah, in this case, anybody listening, yeah, I still know my I still know my stops in my streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm really from New York. So anyway, um, yeah. So it's three stops, and y'all can go Google that if y'all want to. You know, put put my put my education to the to the to the line, and um, 
So three stops is a long time because you go, you pass a lot of blocks in three stops. Now I don't walk to Mossy before. I don't walk to Tompkins. It's not far. But in a summer day, and then when your friends got bikes, they're not gonna be waiting up for you because they're not walking. So, I mean, I think it's a pretty easy decision, man. Let's get something off the bike. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, it's two. It's it's like I want to say it's nine. I said eight, but I want to say nine because three of them wasn't on bikes. So I I assume that. The two oldest ones would be on my bike because I had pegs. If you know what pegs are, if you don't know, Google it. Pegs are these little things you you screw into the to, to the to the um like it's like a tire, but it screws into it. So imagine your car. It's like a it's like something that uh, somebody can stand on. So that when you're riding a bike, they can stand up behind you and hold your shoulders, but their foot will be on them pegs where they can stand on them pegs or whatever the case may be. But Google it if you want to. If you want, if you need to get a, a clear under under or YouTube it. Um, bike on bike with pegs, and they'll show you somebody with bike on a bike with pegs, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, so and my shit was chromed out too. Ooh, that shit was hard, nigga. <laughs> These niggas took my bike for real. Nah, but yo, that joint was tough. Like 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 it was gold and silver. It was a rhino too. I mean, in fact, I got. I'm, I'm gonna put a picture of it on Snapchat, and I'll send pictures of it to anybody that that, that want to see it. Like because I got. I seen a picture of the actual bike. Miles is from straight from the manufacturer. Like I bought it out of um at the time it was Toys R Us. It was like um it was a Toys R Us in Queens you can go to at the end of the J train stop, whatever. And um you go there and you get your um you get your bike and I got my bike from there. And uh, it came with everything, the pegs. It was gold pegs. It had pegs on the front and back. Now I could take two niggas if I wanted to take them. You know what I'm saying? I could take two people if I wanted to take them. But I wasn't strong enough for that, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I wasn't even strong enough to keep my bike. But um yeah, so basically, my bike was my bike was tricked out. You know what I'm saying? I can see why niggas wanted to take my bike. Um, so yeah, I, I, we we going we going out the circle now. You know what I'm saying? Hurley, he's like 100 yards ahead of us for some reason. I don't know why we we in, we in, we at the, the 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 other side. He from the end of the street, and I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm not really checking for him. Cause I'm trying to get out of there at this point. I'm trying to just get to my home base, which is Bushwick Ave between Jefferson and Cornelia. Like, I, all I, that's all I'm trying to do. Get to Jefferson, Cornelia. Hell, even Madison and putting them like I want to get to a, a a safe zone, which I thought I was at, which is when I got robbed. But let me let me let me, let me tell y'all. So <laughs> I'm trying to get to a safe zone. So um I'm about to end, I'm about to ride out. So he like the the main dude, the one that actually actually had the hands on me and just actually had more interaction with. He looks scared. Let me tell you right now, he looks scared. He had some fuzzy braids. Them shits was all fucked up. Like I could tell he didn't give a fuck about life at all. He might have been. He might have dropped out. I'm not sure. He might not been in school. His he had a his teeth was messed up, but like he had one chip. The front was chipped, but not like not like a cute chip, like not, not like Nas chip, not like fabulous chip. It was chipped in half, like almost like if he took a razor blade and did it himself. It was a perfect chip. I had never seen it like that before. It was it had no crooked in it at all. Like it was a, with no squiggly lines. It was just it was or either that or it was half a tooth, one or the other. I'm not sure what to tell you. But he had some other messed up teeth, so it, it had this, he had a distinctive look about him. He had scars on his face. I don't know if he had got beat up or I don't know if he lived with mice or something like that. I'm not sure. And he just looked scary. Like, he just looked like a scary nigga. Like, I don't know. He looked scary. And um, I could tell nothing was good. He was like, well, look, man, I'm, I'm riding. He's like, hey, just give me a ride to the end of the street. I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. I kept riding because my cousin was ahead of me at the time. I'm trying to make sure we get out of there. So I knew that something was bad when um, I'm, I'm riding my bike. And he jumps on the back of the pegs. Mind you, I didn't say yes or no. So I'm thinking, okay, end of the industry, main, don't trip. It's nine of them. Intentionally speaking, it's just half of you because 
other half of my mind is somewhere else. I'm trying to, my, my, my other half of my mind is home. I'm trying to get to my street, my, 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 my neck of the woods. And my other half is, is just there in the moment, just shocked. Like, okay, this shit about to come to an end. Like, damn, they done got me. Third, it's like the third or fourth attempt this summer. And out of all summers, this is going to be the worst one because it's nine niggas. And they might beat me up for this bike. So I'm like, damn, okay, oh, what the fuck I'm going to do? What the fuck I'm going to do? So I'm just riding. You know what I'm saying? I don't say get off. I don't, <laughs> I don't say nothing. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, you're here on my shoulders. Cool. So... As I get to the end of the street, it's a corner store there with the door open. Now I always went to that corner store and everything. I went to the corner store like, but I've been going there for the past two years at this point. I always come outside and that, and, and the street I got robbed on, the street I got the street that they took the bike on isn't the street where I hung out at. I hung out around the corner, but still I'll be in that area. So I thought that the the store seeing me in distress would be like, hey, papi, papi, come on, come on, you know, like say something like. Stop it. I don't know. I know y'all got machetes and shit in there. Like, don't y'all can't fool me, nigga. I know y'all be doing your own little thing in there. You know what I'm saying? And um. And now I think about it, they probably didn't help me. They probably like, look, fuck that, man. Get your bike, Rob. We got drugs in here. We ain't got nothing time. You know, who knows? But um, so we get we get into the we get close to the store. Mind you, I'm riding a bike and he's on me. It's it's not it's not far. I'm gonna tell you, it's like ten seconds max. I've been on the bike. Ten seconds max, and I'm not riding fast. I'm like I'm still speeding up to get some speed. That's how that's how that's how close we was to the actual store. So I asked him like, hey, you gonna jump off? You want me to stop in front of the store? When he said jump off, I should have known then. He's not jumping off. Without this damn bike, <laughs> right? So he said, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump off. Me being a smart person I am, I stop anyway in front of the store. I said, all right, here you go. As soon as I stopped, I, I felt like my whole, I just could not, my, I felt like he, he had my whole neck in his palm and just like his palm was closed. But it wasn't his palm, it was just like, it was like his forearm and um his other arm. You know, like, puts my in a sleeper hole. That's how it had me, whatever. I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, yo, what the? you know, I'm I'm shocked. It's funny because I'm talking in the microphone. I got my, my hand on my neck. So if y'all can see me right now, I look funny. But I'm like, I ain't even say yo. I ain't say nothing. I'm just, I I know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I didn't seen this happen all summer, like all sixth grade. Like this stuff has just been happening to people around me. So I know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? At this point. And I hear mad footsteps. I think that's what, the choke part didn't get me. I'm like, well, he going to choke me forever. Cause I know these, these people in the store come outside. Because like I'm literally, it's the door. Think of anywhere you're going. Think of Balo. Think of Walmart. Think of any store, Best Buy. Any in any store you have to walk into where the door just opens, right? And or th- think of think of your room. Think of a room you in. Think of your room. And let's say your mother's bed is right. Like if you, you can, if you look through her door, you can see her laying on a pillow. You can see her feet to her head laying on a pillow. Like you just see a good clear view of her. That's how. That's why I was at in front of the store. Like, nigga, I'm right here. Y'all cannot not see me. It's a cashier in the store usually. And it's like two other dudes in the store just working, just sitting there kicking shit. I'm in front of the store. The door's open. Dog, I swear, I felt like I was there for two minutes getting choked and nobody came out. Shit, them niggas might have closed the door on my ass. I don't know. Like, I can't remember. I just remember, I was like, fuck, all right, it's getting black. It's getting black. I was trying to stay on as long as I could, I swear. But when I heard the footsteps come out, I was like, oh, it's time for me to fake like I can't breathe. And I'm just, you know, slide up this bike. Cause I'm, I'm about to get beat up. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like getting touched. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't like people putting their hands on me. Like, that's not something I'm into. And uh, if I can get out of there, um, you know, unbruised, at <laughs> least, least, least uh, you know, from what the eye can see, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So, and my, oh yeah, and also mind you, now my you probably wondering, well, what was your cousin? What was your cousin? Nigga, nine years old. Um, I'm gonna let that. That's, that's his story to tell. But uh, I was there by my damn stuff. I tell you that. So mind you, when I'm cho- when I'm getting choked before I, before I tell you I got the bike, while I'm getting choked now, 
I look over to my right because that's where the rest, that's where the street is at. You know what I'm saying? And I see this nigga Hurley riding up the block so fucking fast. I mean, like, he was. If you ever ran, you ever seen somebody run on a, on a motorcycle, right? You notice the back of their shirt is mad air in the back of their shirt. I kid you not, that's all I fucking saw. Like I, I said, this nigga here. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like, that's fucked up, nigga. This my bike. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's fucked up. And um, that was that was that shit was sad, man. Like I was fucked up to look up and and. First of all, you know when it, when he first started choking, my my cousin got the bike, and you know he 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 just, he just got the bike. I think hearing the footsteps, he like, look, I ain't got time to get beat up. It's not my bike. It's just just a bike, whatever. Maybe that's how he felt. I don't know. He was nine years old. I can't really knock him for that. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, seventeen, sixteen year old looking niggas. So I can't really knock him for that. And like I said, he's younger than me, and you know it is what it is. It's not his bike. It's not his. You know, and it, I guess it's not a bike. Not worth getting. You know killed or even beat up over or a broken nose over whatever case may be but for me it was because it wasn't about the bike it was about pride like my cousin wasn't from my neighborhood i'm from this neighborhood i hang around this block i chill here i hang here i ate wings one time in, in front of that store just chilling dolo by myself with people coming around you know crowding you and just you know just be chilling like this but this is where i'm this is where i remember this spot at all the time, I remember this, and I'm like, this is home. I'm, I'm in my neighborhood, so it wasn't about the bike. It's just the fact that it's. I see, he was in the projects, and I got raw. I wouldn't give a damn. I'm like, whatever. I mean, y'all neck of the woods, fine. I'm home. Where I'm supposed to be comfortable. At. Like, it's not. That's not supposed to happen. You get what I'm saying? And then your man's not supposed to leave you. Like, it's rules to where well, at least where I'm from. It's rules to that shit, to stuff like that. And um, he didn't obey the rules, and and I felt like, you know, it is what it is. So. Uh, fast forward that, so I, you know, I get up the, I'm off the bike now, whatever. And I remember just like falling off the to the to the floor, whatever, and just looking up and like 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 I got one look at him, and like he looked at me, and he gave me a look like, damn, it, it's almost looked like like, bro, I didn't want to do this shit, but I don't feel like walking back. <laughs> I don't feel like walking back home. And um, that look to me was everything because it could have been a worse look, like bitch, or again, like at least that's like that's what I took from that look. You know what I'm saying? And I got up. I uh, went across the street. Where them niggas was at? Like far across the street. Niggas across the street and up the block. Dog, what pissed me off from here on out? I'm pissed off. Why? Why? You gonna know why? So I'm walking my cousin. He's like, "Damn man, I took the bike. Took the bike." I'm like, "It's all good. It's all good. You straight. You straight." All I care about is whether he okay. It's my cousin, my little cousin. I don't care. So we walk up the block. Walk up the block. And my nigga, this nigga Hurley came back down. Pissed me off. Do you know this nigga asked me? Yo, what happened? My nigga, I don't have a bike. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like I'm walking. That's what happened, nigga. I was, I we came to this block gliding, nigga. I was gliding on something. I, I was gliding on something that had two wheels and fucking chromed out pegs, nigga. Golden pegs. I don't know sneakers I had on. I'm pretty sure there was some cheap ass, not cheap, but some ugly sneakers with some like, with a check on them. But I'm like, and now I'm walking. That's what happened. Like we, we came, we came in here on some on some BMX stuff. And now I'm walking. That's what happened. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know? And um, the first thing he says, bro, we we, we going to get that bike. We're going to get that bike. I got niggas. I got niggas. I got niggas, bro. And I think that pissed me off more because I'm like, bro, you still putting on the facade that you that you just tough dude and you not. But at the time, someone's going through my mind right now. I'm just like, look, whatever, bro. Like, all right, we're going to walk to the crib. He walked, he walked, we walked to the crib, walked to my house. Um, my neighbor asked me what happened. This is my neighbor's last family member. Like my, my my you call her my aunt pretty much, and um, walked past her, and she was like, "What happened?" I'm like, no, she, she, I guess you could see it on my face. I don't know. I guess I had this look. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, no, just somebody took our bikes, 
And she didn't miss him at first because she just saying something. She's like, wait, hold on, wait. Come on, boo. She said, oh, shit. I keep saying my nickname on this motherfucker. Damn. She said my name at the time. And she's like, hey, come here, come here. What you said? I said, it's my time I bite. So she tells her baby father, Reggie, and Reggie don't play no games. This nigga's like a thorough nigga. We go back where, you know, back where um the, the bike was taken at and everything. He go through the little project areas of where, where where I seen them come from in the first place. We go all through that. I mean, he's nigga knocking on doors. He kicking kicking stuff. Yo, yo, we going through stuff. I mean, he's, he really trying to, he, he really was trying to get them bikes back. Like, Reggie was somebody looked out for me all the time. And, um, you know, it was, it was unsuccessful. So we back to the block. And um, later on, he asked me, he's like, yo, so when y'all getting y'all bikes stolen, because mind you, Hurley, he came with us back when we left for the bikes too. Because Hurley was like, I seen, them, I seen them go here, I seen them go here, I seen them go here. So I guess the whole time Reggie thinking like Hurley was there and you know, he, he he held us down and we just, we just you know, we just lost. Later on, he said, hey, um, so what the dude was doing that was with us when y'all got y'all bikes tucked in? I was like, he 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 he, 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 he um, rode off. Like, he just rode off. I seen it, you know, I didn't tell him I seen this, the wind blowing in his, in his shirt, but I was like, he rode off, and he got mad at me. Like, yo, if you would have fucking told me that shit, I would have took his bike, nigga. We would have took his bike, too. Because like, I guess he knows, like, you don't do that. You, you, where we from, you just don't do that. If you go somewhere and it's 10 niggas and it's two of y'all, y'all both got to get beat up. That's just how it is. Like, best if you're from that same neighborhood because you, you just don't do that. And and when you come back to the hood, they condemn you for that. And he got condemned for that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he moved. And he ended up, like, moving. But I don't, that's not the reason why, obviously. But he got condemned for that. Like a lot, a lot, you know, even people that he hung with. But um, to me, finish telling y'all some funny stories about this, like some some backstories about this, whatever. So, cause the story's not done. So I'm gonna tell you this. This is what I want. I want to really want to touch on. I'm at thirty minutes. They met thirty minutes already. Fuck. All right, I'm not gonna rush it though. So what I really want to touch on is the fact is this. So um, you know, after all goes down, you know, I call my mom. I tell her. Um, I wasn't really mad when I told her. You know, what I'm saying I wasn't upset. I was, but. My mother, my mother always had a way of making me feel like it's it's okay though. No matter how bad it is, like it's okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, but in a way where she cared, like it's like cool, but you know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm here, I'm mom, I'm gonna make sure everything good. That's how she she always made a way for that. So when I'm telling her a story, or whatever, and I'm, I'm gonna keep on, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, when I was younger, like a ten, nine, I cry all the time. Like I always would cry. I never got whoopings, but, like, I mean, you can scream at me, and I'll probably cry. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, boo-hoo, but I'll go somewhere and just, just be left alone. Like, I just want to be left alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I might not necessarily cry with tears coming down my face, but it's just, like, when I mean, when I say cry, I mean, like, just leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? I want to be myself. Mother could scream about, I don't know, something dumb, like, man, you need to turn that fucking game off and da 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 I'm like, nigga, like, why are you yelling? You know what I'm saying? Like, that'll get me upset. Like, why are you yelling? Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I get upset, and... I just get one of my moves. Like, I just, you know, I'm like, look, leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? My brother come, my sister come, talk, talk, leave me alone, y'all. Like, leave me alone. Especially if it's something to do with them where, you know, you ever feel like, you know, your siblings do something and your mother feel like she got to say something to you. Like, they being bad, so you got to scream at me. Like, no, nigga, like, it was your kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying she didn't take care of them. I'm just saying, like, she mad because I'm playing my game. Like, yo, it was your kid. Like, they messing up, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But anyway, my mother had a way of, she had a way of um making me feel like everything's going to be all right. You know, so even to this day, she still has that that. Well, she still does it, but I think I learned that from her. So no matter how tough, how tough stuff get, it don't weigh me down. Like nothing really. It's not. I'm not gonna show no kind of. Uh, not gonna show no kind of. Um, my my poker face is very good. I'm not gonna show nothing. And it's times where I can't because I'm thinking and I'm, I'm spaced out. That's different, but. For me showing I'm down or up, I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not gonna mope around. I'm not gonna ask for attention. None of that. So. 
the talk with her was very different. You know what I'm saying? I talked to her, and I didn't cry when talking to her. And, you know, but she asked me was I okay. And I'm like, yeah, you know, somebody keeps asking you okay. And then, like, you feel yourself getting emotional. Once I felt that, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to just go, da, 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 cool. So I, if I said that day changed me, because normally I probably would have cried. I would have cried. I would have just started crying. Like, you know, like, damn, my, they choked me, da, da, da. But I didn't cry. Like, it's like, it's almost like I felt like, look, I'm, I'm going to get it back. You know what I'm saying? Or it's whatever, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I had that back for a long time. Like, you do whatever, thing, whatever you can say to make yourself feel better. Like, oh, I had it for two years. It was time for a new bike anyway. You know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't, nigga. You just get your bike taken. But, um, yeah, so now <laughs> fast forward to my daddy part. Now, this is why I say I think this day I kind of changed me because, like I said, I wasn't into none of that stuff at the time. Um, I hadn't been doing nothing yet. Um, I just knew about it. I knew how to, I knew, I knew about things. That's all. I wasn't. And not from experience, just from just from observation. So I talked to my daddy about it. You know, my, well, I called him. He answered the phone, uh, obviously. And then he calls me back. He's like, yo, what's up? I talked to your mom. Blah, blah, blah. So I tell him the story. And, yo, this <laughs> this funny now. At the time, it was not funny. Especially when you were a kid. Like, and your mom just console you. You want both parents to be the same way. But I'm not saying my dad was wrong. So before I say this, I'm not saying he was wrong because I don't, I don't feel like he was. If I can do it over again, I want to say the same thing. Cause I feel like that helped me tremendously. And this is also a good reason as why when they say about a, a woman raising a man, raising a boy, or a, a man raising him, or a man, having a man in his life, right? To me, my dad had always been smart. I knew he was into stuff he shouldn't have been into, but he always worked. He he, he drove trucks, so he always worked. But he in a, in in a, in, a, in the hood where he lived. I, I I got away with a lot of things with him being my dad, so I knew something. I knew it was some. It was I knew it was some street about him, and like I said, I seen him walk with his gun plenty of times. Seen him cock it and just walk outside. I, I knew when it was time when, when he was going through something because it was time he just only the house without his gun. And this time he do, and and he 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 didn't shy away from showing me. He didn't shy away from whether he put in his jacket pocket or his waist. Like he never shot it. Like and he made sure it was cocked and all that stuff. So that's what I seen growing up. I always seen it. You know what I'm saying? First time I seen the gun, I was. I graduated, it was, day, it was my day, I graduated kindergarten. First time I actually really seen a gun. Mother left the room, I went into the, the drawer, and I seen a gun. I, I touched it, I said, wow, this is it's a gun. So I asked my mother, I said, hey, dad, uh, mama, hey, mama, daddy, got, y'all got a gun? She said, no. Me being a kid, an idiot, um, I said, well, I was trying to get some socks, and I seen a gun in there. So my mom told me, you know, hey, you know, it's a... It's a, it's a gun to shoot ducks with when you go duck hunting or whatever. And, you know, basically just, you know, don't go through the drawer. Try to don't sneak around. Went the next day, shit was gone. So it, I knew I knew right then. That's just a backstory. Mind you, I was five years old. It was the day I, I graduated kindergarten. You know what I'm saying? And I sung um, I Believe I Can Fly. So, yes. Not me, but we sung I Believe I Can Fly. Anyway, that's another backstory. So, um... So I call my dad and I tell him what happened. Yo, his his response was crazy. He, this is his response. I'm gonna tell you in his his tone, his voice, and everything. So I'm gonna say it like how he said. It. He was like, "So I'm done." I tell I tell him the story. It's, it's silence. He's like, "Well, you know, you got to be more careful, man. You got to be more careful. You know what I'm saying?" And that shit threw me off. You know what I'm saying? When I say careful. I'm saying careful. But that's how my daddy says careful. He don't say careful. He say careful. I don't know why, but he'd been saying that since I was a kid. And he, that's how he always pronounces that word. And he, he goes in to tell me, and, and I, don't, I don't know verbatim what he told me, but he goes in to tell me, like, you know, it was time where, cause he, and the people that robbed me from the projects, he's from. You know what I'm saying? That's the project he grew up in. Him, him and my mom grew up in them projects. So um, he already know how to go down. He said, yo, I'm going to tell you, like, that's the same thing I, you know, I, I would do when I was younger. I rob people, um, and people tried to rob me a few times. You know what I'm saying? It's been a few times where I, I had guns pulled out on me. 
And he pretty much he gave me the real. Like he gave me the real. He's like, yo, you at that age where you gotta be careful. Like you have to be careful. And he said careful, obviously, but he said, you know, you gotta be careful out here. And he pretty much made it seem like I was doing something I had no business doing a little bit. Like maybe he I don't know, he felt like I was that age where I was doing stuff. Maybe since the gang thing, they probably just looked at me differently since that day. I don't know. And he pretty much was like, you know, like, you know, if you're out here doing stuff, make sure you're careful. Make sure, you know, you're not out here doing stuff naked. And to me, naked just means, look, you got a knife on you or have some kind of, you know, thing on you. And that was the day I actually start walking around with a knife on me. Like, I, 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 all, all the time. Up until I came down here. I came down here, I walk around with a knife on me all the time. And you can ask um, anybody, because when I tell Jonathan the story, the story we met, which I'm not going to tell him the thing, but I was going to stab him that day. My man Skinny, he'd been on pocket. Like, it was something dumb, but still, that was the mindset I was in. Like I said, that day shaped it because I never walked anywhere without something ever again. Like, it, was, it just didn't happen. It was, I wasn't doing that ever again. Like, I, I, I hated that feeling of just somebody taking something that's yours. And you can say that, and I always say too, like, we, 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 we hate, like, you know, they say treat people how you want to be treated. So I hated that feeling. But then my life after that, like, a little bit, it's like you turn into the thing you don't want being done to you. You get what I'm saying? Like, you, you turn, like, you start doing stuff that you know you wouldn't like it if it was done to you. But you're not, I mean, I wasn't thinking at the time like that. I'm thinking, like, shit. Like, you, you're just a product of your environment. Like, you, you end up being a product of it because of experience that you go through or just because of, Things that happen and just and maybe it might be the real maybe my dad reaction was something I didn't really need but I needed it at the time because he was always gonna be there which in within the next couple months it, it, that that came true I was gonna be myself you know what I'm saying my dad wasn't he wasn't the man that in my neighborhood where I lived at he's the man in his neighborhood where he lived at you know what I'm saying so had it been there it'd probably be different like I right, bet um, we are gonna ride through the blocks and we are gonna go find your bike cool this is different and this is this is bush this is the dark side this is real it's really really real out there at the time at least you know what i'm saying and and like i don't care who you are you're not just coming through you know you're not just gonna come through and, and think you're just gonna get something back because somebody took something hell no you gotta go through different parameters and people to 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 go to oh you gotta have some kind of stamina you know what i'm saying or some kind of some kind of name for yourself just run this pepsi real quick so um yeah, I always feel like, and that's another thing I feel like, you know, with, with parents, and then it's always, it's different techniques, you know what I'm saying? My mother, I love her, and I, I, I wouldn't, if she would have told me that, I probably wouldn't have took her the same way if my, my dad taking telling me that. Like, I was mad when my dad told me that for real. I felt like he didn't care, you know what I'm saying? He didn't come see me that day. I felt like he didn't care, but at the same time, I feel like that toughened me up now. I'm thinking about it, like, niggas can't baby you all the time. You know, mother, I seen my mother that day, you didn't, what you think she did? She gave me a hug. Gave me a kiss, hugged me for a long time. That shit made me sad, to be honest, because she hugged me for a long time. I wanted to cry, you know what I'm saying? Like, your mom, stop hugging me. Like, be on the block. Like, yo, when you bugging, you know what I'm saying? But I get it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you at work, you a parent, you at work, and you hear your son got robbed by some older dudes. Like, you expect them, maybe you, if, it's my, if they were 11 years old, my age, or something like that, and they just beat me up to the bike, that's different. You you kind of expect that from your son when he got a bike and you're in that neighborhood y'all live in. Grown, grown people, high school people, seniors, super seniors, graduates, or dropouts, whatever. You ain't thinking about that when you leave your son at home. You know what I'm saying? It could have been way worse, though. You know what I'm saying? It could have, I could have fought for the bike. I could have been an idiot. You know, I could, something could have happened to me that day. You know, you never know. And um, so I say that to say, that. yeah, I'm saying the hug thing, but as a mom, that's different for you. My dad not thinking about that. He thinking about his life and what he been through. And it's like, look, you at that age where you might, you might need to toughen up. You know what I'm saying? I don't think my dad ever looked at me as a tough person, like really tough, tough. Um, maybe now because I'm older and we, we speak, but at the time though, he didn't know the stuff I was into. You know, he wasn't he wasn't there in my neighborhood, so he didn't know. Um, 
but yeah, so that's my that's my that's my one year story of the bike. You know, another funny story is I'm gonna just tell you a, a few. I'm gonna finish with a few funny stories. I want to just get off so y'all can kind of give a whole image of how much this affected me. Right, so. Mind you, the summer, the summer still has to end. It still has to go on. So now I'm bikeless. So I'm not doing the same. Mind you, I used to, we used to go everywhere. We used to go to damn the the. We used to take the um the the the, the bridge. Go to the um go to the bridge, the Williamsburg Bridge at the end of where the bus stops is at at the end of the railway, and we'll just ride all the way down there. We probably ride the ride over there and go to the Lancy to go to the pool, which is in Manhattan. If my, all my New Yorkers know they know what that is. Um, we would go to the, end, the other end of Bushwick and go to um Highland Park. You know what I'm saying? Where it's a big, big, big park. It's like it got a big ass mountain up there. We go to the top of the mountain and ride down there with our bikes and shit. Like it was just, it was just like we had a fun summer up until I got robbed. You know what I'm saying? But it was a fun summer. Like we was, we was really going places. We was going to other boroughs. Like we wasn't in Bushwick. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, it's just the irony that happened in Bushwick was crazy because we was places we weren't supposed to be at, and I almost got my bike taken. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, just being where we from and having toughness, it didn't get taken those times, but. You know, you run out, you run out, you run out of time at some point, and things happen, whatever. But to give you a backstory, you know, um, the summer still goes on. You know what I'm saying? And people, you know, I got people coming saying, saying this and there. People was, they, everybody knew me from my bike too. Everybody knew me from my bike. My bike was very, it was very distinctive because not not a lot of people had it in that area. So, um, my, I still, I'm still going outside. I'm still walking outside. It's not a time for going outside. I'm just not going to, <laughs> not going that far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going very far. You know, and um. So we walk in and you know I got people hearing it, asking me this or you know how that happened or damn that's crazy and my, most time I'm telling the story everybody keep asking me well where the fuck was Hurley and I'm like I keep telling them, like yo he, I'm not gonna lie you know he, he, he um he, he rode off like he sped off and a lot of niggas wanted to fight him I'm like nah it's not that serious don't fight him you know what I'm saying like ever after that day I never spoke to Hurley again after that day like, it's like it was like a it's like a rule that day we spoke and he we back you know we spoke and everything but after that day. We never said one word to each other, ever. And we went to the same school. He he did go to school a little bit out of that year. I went to the same school. I remember, <laughs> like I said, in school I was a little pop- I was more popular, and I, I hung with more people that was actually doing things. So, you know, he came around there, and them niggas pretty much told him like, "Yo, why are you over here?" You know what I'm saying? And he was older than us, mind you. And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yo, why the fuck you over here? Like, we don't we don't rock with you." And I don't know if it was a story. I don't know what it was, but he moved. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Damn." But at the same time, like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, that's what happened. Like, you can't, you know, it's like you can't be a, uh, what they say, um, a wolf in sheep clothing or something like that. I don't know how the, how the saying go, but you can't be, you got to have the same energy, man. Long story short, you can't be out here talking about this, that, and that. You're not about that life. So what happens is um, <laughs> we walking up the block one day. This is this is still sometimes before school started. We walking up the block one day, right? Me and my cousin, the one I, the one I got robbed with, me and my cousin. And um, we walking up the block and... Around the corner, they they play basketball. Mind you, I set myself up for this joke. This is probably gonna be the funny thing in the podcast. I set myself up for this joke. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, the person that said the joke, his name is Jamel. Okay, for one, I'm gonna give you a backstory of Jamel, just real quick, real quick. I promise. Um, we went to the same elementary school. Also, he was a year older than me. Also, he was in early grade. He got left back, ended up being in my grade at some point. So, um, this is boy named Henrique. I used to always I had like like three or four fights with. I'm not gonna tell the story of Henrique, but anyway. Jamel leaves for a second. We at me in lunchroom tables. Mind you, it's two tables next to each other. My class and his class. So Jamel leaves for a second, and Hurley, um, and um, Hurley, and um, Enrique goes around and tries to sit on um, you know, Jamel's uh, chair. He comes back. 
this is nothing. This is common for me, man. I don't know why a lot, man. I said, hey, Jamel, you touched your food? Mind you, I don't know Jamel. I'm just trying to get to know him. So it's my way of being cool with him. I'm like, let me tell you, somebody touched your food. I'm your amateur, man. Uh, Enrique didn't touch his food. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why I said it, man. He didn't touch his food. But um, he said, word? I said, yeah, he touched your food. So Enrique's like, no, I didn't. So Enrique and me, me and Enrique turned our backs, you know what I'm saying? We turned back to the other side of the table. So mind you, Jamel's behind us. This nigga Jamel grabs Enrique by the neck, brings him down. Yo, he got a lunchroom fork in his hand, and he's punching this nigga in the stomach with the fork, though. He didn't, get, he didn't stab him, and there wasn't no blood, but, you know, I would assume you getting punched with a fork, it hurts. Enrique was crying. I felt like shit, like, damn. I didn't feel that bad. I didn't like Enrique. But anyway, that's, just, that's the best story of Jamel, you know what I'm saying? So I always felt like he was nobody to mess with either. But at this time, when that happened... I'm thinking him, her, they hang on each other. Maybe they both just, maybe they both just pussy. You know what I'm saying? They just was tough just in elementary school. Times change. I wasn't tough in elementary school, so, and I felt like I was tougher than them at the time. So maybe times just changed like that. So we walk up, me and my cousin walk up the block. And at the time, around the corner, they played basketball, right? They played basketball. And um, I knew already. But pretty much something happened to where they, they said they couldn't play basketball anymore, so they took the rim down. Me being funny, I see Hurley, I see Jamel, I see Rayshawn, I see Nathaniel, I see Joe. Like, all these are all dudes I see that, they were all older than me, mind you, but they were in the same school as me, and we just was cool. And um, so I see all them sitting up there, and mind you, they, they, usually they be playing basketball. So, <laughs> for some dumb reason, they were like, what's up, man? Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I, why I said this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, me being me, I'm like, yo, why I ain't playing basketball? So, nigga, you know, I'm like, you know, my cousin with me, he's like, he laughing like, ha you know, real loud, like an idiot. I don't know why he laughing so loud. I think that triggers something in them. Jamel, being a funny dude he is, he said, oh, you trying to Jones? Why you ain't riding your bike? Nigga, the whole, I feel like the whole fucking world started laughing at my ass. Like, I felt like I heard laughs in Georgia, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I felt like everybody was laughing at me at that time, at that moment. I'm like, God damn, Jamel, I thought it was cool, nigga. I told nigga touching your food and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to save you from food poisoning and all that. But, um, yeah, so that was a very embarrassing moment for me. And my cousin was laughing even when they said that. I'm like, nigga, didn't you run? Like, don't, 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 don't laugh, bro. You ran. Like, but yeah, so that was funny. That, that, that was, I mean, it's not, it wasn't funny at the time because I was just quiet and just kept walking, but. Them niggas was like hilarious laughing, like laughing, laughing. I'm up the block. I still hear them laughing, laughing, type of laughing. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes, you know what I'm saying? And I tell that story to say, you know, a lot of stories I have, I am going to be 12, you know, 13, um, you know, 11, right that age, because that was the age where things get real for you. You start going outside and uh, you start witnessing things. I, mind you, I was the oldest. So I didn't. I, I had somebody, but they was too older than me. They, my Russell was like ten years older than me, so he about was 20, 21, 22. I can't always hang with him, you know what I'm saying? So I had to find a lot of things. I found out I had to find out through trial and error, or just on my own, you know what I'm saying? Or just by the grace of God, just seeing or grace of whoever you believe in, just seeing, um, seeing it firsthand happen to somebody else. Like, okay, damn, they was cool, but he still wanted to fuck him up. So I gotta watch out for niggas I'm cool with. Okay. He said he was this way, but it looked like he really that way. He's not um, he's not as tough as he say he is. Okay, this nigga's mad quiet, but he that don't mean he that don't mean he's soft. He just mind his business because he know he crazy. And he'll fuck some up. He'll fuck something up. Okay, this nigga here's a joker, but he also he like to carry knives. He he also will stab the person. Like it's like I had to 
had to really learn how to judge people really quick. And that's that's one thing about New York. You gotta people say don't be judgmental. I, I'm not judging anybody personally, but I have to judge somebody off face value sometimes. Yeah, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but in New York, if you don't, you will die. Like nah, and I don't mean I like, die, get killed. I'm talking about like you won't survive. You have you have to make quick judgments a lot. Like quick, quick, quick judgment. If I was smarter and made better judgment at the time, for one, I probably would have just left when he didn't ring the bell. Or I would have surrounded myself with people that are gonna ride for me because for all I know, I could have had to catch that bike had they didn't feel maybe they maybe they felt it. They they could have felt that the dude I was with was scared. They probably felt it from the get like, yeah, we gonna rob this nigga because this nigga's scared. You know, because he was older than me. He looks older than me at the time too. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't no small. I was small. He really was no small dude. You get what I'm saying? So I said that to say, you know, um, my wonder years are not always gonna be not always gonna be glorious. I don't. This is a more serious story to me. But it's still funny at the same time. It's something I can look back on and laugh. The game thing, I don't too much look back on and laugh, but I did. I take things from it. I don't always apply it in everything in life, but when I do apply it, it makes it makes me have good, better decisions and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of action you have will affect people. You know what I'm saying? I think if I take that into every situation, that my life probably be a little bit, I don't know, less stressful. But you know, like I said, you're not gonna always think like that. You can't always think like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't be in one breath. You only got one life to live, and the next breath. Watch every move, you know what I'm saying? Don't make no mistakes. That don't that don't add up. But um, I do want to say, you know, like I said, later on, you know, two, three, two, three years later, mind you, I'm 15 at the time. I'm 15 now. I got another bike now, you know, obviously. And um, <laughs> my man Nathaniel, mind you, I said Nathaniel was, in, was hanging early. They, they was they was the same age, and Nathaniel got it back as well. So we ended up being real cool. Like we we did the whole ninth grade together, and um, went to the same school. So we hung out all every day, pretty much. Went to school every day with each other. And um, we was just real cool. Nathaniel was Hurley's best friend when they went to her lived with us, when her lived in that, in that neighborhood. But like when we went to school, you know what I'm saying? Nathaniel was on us. We, we, we was on it differently. Like he understood the code. Like we from we both from the same area. You fight, I fight, uh, I fight, you fight because we represent the area. When you go to school, you represent the area. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't come back home and be like, hey, I thought Maine went to school with you. Why? When they jumped you, where, where was he? That's when they was going to ask. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to I'm gonna have to own up to that because niggas will beat you up. In, in 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 that neighborhood or in 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 any real neighborhood, for not helping your helping your fellow neighbor out when you're in another neighborhood, you get what I'm saying? If that if that makes sense, we going to school with a bunch of neighborhoods. Go niggas from Project, niggas from Best Side, niggas from Crown Heights, niggas from Flatbush, niggas from Bushwick. You know what I'm saying? Niggas from anywhere, niggas from Queens, niggas from the Harlem. And what happens is if they if 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 I'm going to school with you back and forth, I'm hanging with you. nigga. When something happens, I need to be helping you because I can't come back home and be like, yo, the thing you got jumped, yo, this shit was funny, da da da. Yeah, they fucked them up. The first way they're gonna ask is like, dog, what did you do? Why, why are you? Why don't you have any scars? So, you know, uh, this 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 is in, this end of here was funny. At this time, I'm 15, so I, I'm I'm more known in the neighborhood now. I, I I done did things. I done. My name, my name is, my name is, my name is good. Like I'm good, I'm good in the neighborhood at this point. Like, I'm not, worried, I'm not, I'm never worried about getting robbed, like that ever again at this point. Like it's, if it happens, then I'm, I might have to get a charge as well. Because at that point, I was really on. Like I had, I always, I always had something on me, and and that's just how it was. You know what I'm saying? And um, the thing was older than me, mind you. He, I feel like at this time he looked up to me a little bit at this point because. That's how I was on it. Like I really was moving. Like how I was moving at the time, fifteen years old before, like the months before I came down here, was the, probably the most critical time of my life. To be honest with you, like it just every day was something different. But um, then you asked me like, "Hey, yo, man, uh, hey, let me borrow your bike." I'm like, "For what?" He's like, "I want to go da da da." I'm like, "Who you going with, nigga?" And I see this nigga hurling in the corner. I'm like, "You going with that nigga?" 
He said, yeah. I said, hell no, nigga. You ain't know the story between that nigga. Because like, that's a story that people always brought up. Like, niggas didn't forget it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even to that, even to this day, I hear about it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm like, nah, nigga. Hell no. Like, no. There's no way. Nigga, no. He asked me about 10 times, man. I had to really, like, tell him, like, dog, if you ask me again, I'm going to fuck you up. And I didn't mean, like, really going to fuck him up. But I had to tell him, like, yo, get out of my face with that. Like, you nigga, you know I don't rock with him. If you get robbed, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, somebody steal your bike because, you know, if you, somebody take the bike from you, I can't rely on him to make sure my bike come back. And if that happens, I want, I'm going to want to fight both of y'all. And like I said, at the time, I'm a little more known, and you got, you got a reputation. So he pretty much left it alone at that point. Like, I right, bet. You know, my bad. You got it. So um, just to end it here, I'm going to end it, you know, just to end this story here at least. Uh, the last thing about the, about the bike I want to um, put up is that my friends, this is like months later, one of my friends um, happened to come by. His name was um, Ricky. They call, we call him, well, they call him Sean, but his name is Ricky. And um, shout out to him. He's in a wheelchair now, too. I feel bad for him. He got hit up, got shot up a few times a couple years ago. And it's funny. He, I, not funny, but we, we spoke one time on the phone, and he was like, we spoke on the phone. He didn't speak in years. I, when I moved out here, I, I cut off contact with my lot of niggas because it just wasn't conducive to, to, to me being a better person. And um, when I came down here, you know, <laughs> uh, so when I spoke to him, I, I was, I was, Brooke was on her way when I spoke to him. Brooke was on her way. And he's like, yeah, I heard you having a little kid now. Um, you, Your brother playing basketball. I'm like, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, man, had a little accident last year. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> no, you didn't have an accident, nigga. You got shot up. Like, that's not an accident, you know? But that's just a funny story. Like, that's how we talk. Like, nothing, even, even the most craziest thing ain't crazy to us. Like, he just told me he had an accident. Like, no, an accident is when you, you know, you run into a pole or, you know what I'm saying? You hit, you hit a car or something like that. You got shot six or sometimes in your legs and you're in a wheelchair. Not an accident, bro. You might not walk again. But anyway, he, he came to my crib and I always, had, you know, Rick, Ricky was real cool. You know what I'm saying? And um, he's like, yo, man, I heard you had got raw for your bike. I'm like, nigga, how'd you hear this? He, not, he, never, he don't live on that side of Bushwick. I'm like, how'd you hear this? You know what I'm saying? He's like, such and such told me. Now, such and such, they lived on Madison, the street I always hung out on. So I'm like, nigga, how the fuck did John? And they told, and he told me the story. Oh, he said, well, what happened? I'm like, damn. So not only did I have a nigga that I was with that I thought was one way run, it's people that I thought was like my real, real, real friends, you know, and they wasn't thorough, my real, real friends, them niggas actually was watching from a distance and didn't check them either. I was okay, cause I, didn't, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear from them at all. But they, but they okay telling people that I had got robbed. And ain't no, ain't no wonder how they telling the story. They might, tell, they might, they was, they was clowns too. So they might be telling the story in a funny way to make me look like, like I'm a punk or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know. So like I said, like I said, my reputation was up when I, when I got older. So we was in the school program one day, and I remember it was some Crips and some Bloods. Um, they would, they would just stand outside sometimes to just see who they gonna pick, you know, pick on to. I guess I don't know. Now mind you, they knew, they all knew me. The, 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 the people, them gang niggas, so they knew me, so they, we was cool. Like. I said what's up to them. They walk in. They would come stop, talk to me, walk me for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And um, I can I can sense the fear because I went I went to the school program with two of them, and I can sense the fear in them niggas like they because they're not from that side of Bushwick. At this time, I went to I went to, I went to school on a different side of Bushwick. Even though I went to my elementary school on one side, I went to middle school on the other side. So I was known on both sides at this point. And um, it's just so funny because. <laughs> They, it's like them niggas trying to were trying to stay close to me so that they won't get pit. Like just talk to me, ask me questions, just like and kept saying my name. Like yeah, Jermaine. Da, 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 like yo, stop. When they kept doing that, I'm like yo, 
okay, like niggas know you, I know me, like it's okay, you know what I'm saying? But I so bad when them niggas to get touched, so they could be like, nah, I know him. So I'd be like, nah, I don't know them niggas, cause I, I I don't forget, I'm not forgetting nothing. Like if I don't get you now, I'm gonna get you at some point. Like that's not me. I'm not gonna forget. It's even now, like it could be something small. I mean, I know I noticed about myself a little bit. It could be something small, like you might could we could be texting or something like that, and if I feel like you know you texting back and forth like that, and I look and I see, oh shit, okay, she read the text, or he read the text at you know twelve, and then response about one thirty, and you ask me a question, I'm gonna look at the time you sent it. I'm gonna I'm gonna reply in about an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's just weird, I know, but that's just how I am. So, um, I say this to say, um, you know, that's my Wonder Years story. I didn't start off Wonder Years because I was telling the story, but, um. That's really it, man. Like I said, ain't nothing really to touch on this week. I think I got everything out I wanted to get out, though. I probably missed. I probably missed something I wanted to say, but it's not important. You know what I'm saying? Next one, I'm not sure what the next one is going to be about, but um, I don't know. I guess I'll try to go in chronological. Maybe I go in uh, chronological order. So maybe I think about something that happened. When I was in seventh grade or something like that, and then go from there. Who knows? I got good stories. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how good this one was. I mean, I guess I wait for y'all to tell me and everything, but. Um, that's the story when I got my bike taken, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, like I said, to me, that changed my life because from that day forward, like, I was just, I was just a little different. I mean, you move different, you're breathing different, your body different. Let <laughs> get some of this soda, man. But, um, yeah. So, um, Order Masters podcast, man, uh, Wonder Years Part 2. I hope y'all enjoyed it, um. Give me feedback. Uh, I do want to. I do want to ask. I want to. I want. If you, if you, please, if I can get to the end of this. I might should ask at the beginning because maybe people might not hit listen to the whole thing. I don't know. But I want if you any, any, any if you give me a review, give me a review. That's cool. But I want you to answer this one question if y'all can. If you don't give me a review, cause I, I know I noticed that it's simply that you know, I got support and everything. I'm not. I'm not. I never will take that away from nobody. But certain people like you know they not the reviews are getting a little like you know it's not as detailed or whatever the case may be or maybe maybe they're just not feeling the podcast as much as they were at first i'm not sure whatever case may be you know i'm glad i'm glad for the listen so i'm not complaining about anything but if you don't want to give a detailed response or you don't want to you know say this and just answer this question for me like what's one thing in your life you could think of one event in your life or if it's multiple tell me you know what I'm saying? i want to i want to have them conversations with people where you feel like this changed my life I know I'm talking to one of my. I was talking to one of my one of my close friends, um, and she tells me, you know, like, uh, she used to like, like drug dealing people, you know, what I'm saying, and she always tell a story. I, I can tell this is a story that kind of was a pinpoint in her life. Like, okay, don't do this because she said, you know, I used to hang around this person, I used to hang around that person, and we used to always, I used to always go do, you know, you know, hang with them when they do their thing, this and third, and then one day I didn't go, and they got arrested. I feel like to me that's a changing, that's a turning point in somebody's life. Like, whoa, shit, because I could have got arrested. But all the time I went with them, but this one time I didn't go, they get arrested. It's like, damn, that's a sign that that's gonna make you move different. You're gonna start making better decisions. So, this is one for me. I feel like I started, it's like a friend decision as far as who you hang yourself around, who you believe, um, the the environment you, you the company you keep, the uh, the, the environment you put yourself in, you know what I'm saying, and just things you need to learn about yourself. I knew, I knew then I needed to get tougher, I knew that I needed to have a demeanor by myself. I need to have a certain look on my face. I can't be out here smiling and just hee 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 and showing all 32 teeth. I don't know how many teeth I have, but I'm going to say 32. Um, 31 for some of y'all. I don't know. But yeah, you know, it depends. I, I, I just knew that I had to change something about me because I just didn't like the fact that there was somebody out there and be, being who I was and who I hung around. And I, I hung around people that prayed. I didn't hang around to pray. I hung around people that prayed. And it's like, damn, 
so I, I look like the prey. You know what I'm saying? So I had to make sure I didn't look like fool because I didn't want niggas that hungry to come eat, come eat me, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So I knew then I had to change certain things, do certain things different, certain things out of sight, out of mind. Like I just knew I had to, I had to up everything because once one thing, I, I don't want, to, I don't want to be the person that people think, oh yeah, this, hey, you, you want, what you need five dollars? Shit, let's go rob Maine. Hell no, I had a friend like that where niggas would really just tap his pocket. Like ain't no way in hell. No way in hell somebody going to be comfortable with just saying, hey, run your pockets. And that's what we would do to people most of the time. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times it was no fight. Niggas knew who you was. So it was like, they take. and a lot of times you do it with no mask, just your face. But I, I didn't want nobody to, to think that of me. I, I never wanted to be the person that you think you, you, you it's okay to rob. Like, no, that's the, that's, that's the, the raw part is not disrespectful to me. I think that's the, that comes with the game. The fact that you're looking at me and thinking that it's okay to rob me, like, it's, I got an easy score because Rob, you gonna rob the easiest person, and you think that's me? Hell no! So I want y'all, I want, I want y'all to, I want y'all to, if you can, anybody that's listening, please just give me a time. And if you, can, I want you to go into detail. If you can explain it, or we can just talk. Enough, we could talk, or we can. Or I, I, if y'all want, if, if most people say this, I'll do it. I want to do a podcast where I'm calling certain people, and I'm not gonna say y'all name like that, but I'll call y'all and have y'all tell y'all story, and we will discuss it. I want to do two or three people, maybe two or three, two or three people, 10, 15 minutes a piece, and y'all tell me in detail a situation, and we can talk about it, that 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 you think changed your life, or changed, you know, you know, just changed your life on how you think, or like, it's like a, a memorable moment that you feel like, damn, that shit really did make me think this like this from now on, or that shit really made me move this way from now on. So tell me, I, I'm more Masters podcast, you know what I'm saying, of course, your host, man. But yeah, tell me about that. I want to know something that, an event in you guys' life, anybody, guy, girl, I don't care, um, that you feel like ch- changed you, changed your way of thinking, changed you, where you walk, where you talk, where you move, just changed you. And you feel like, for the, whether it's for the better or for the worse, I want to know, all right? More the Masters podcast. Hope y'all enjoy, man. Automatic. Pointed out ahead, he said the gun was full of lead. He told the cops, back off, for honey, here's dead. Deep in his heart, he knew he was wrong. So he let the lady go and he starts to run on. Sirens sounded, he seemed astounded. And before long, the little boy got surrounded. He dropped his gun, so went the glory. And this is the way I have to end this story. He was only 17 in a madman's dream. The cops shot the kid, I still hear him scream. This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh. Just another case about the wrong path. Straight and arrow or your soul gets cast. Good night.